Hello everyone, my name is Amanda Love and I'm a registered holistic nutritionist who works with those with fibromyalgia and today's guest is Dr. William. So Dr. William, welcome to the show and tell us a little about your history. Hi, thank you very much Amanda for having me on your uh, show and having me be uh, a guest in your parlor, right, in your uh, community. Um, I'm a family physician by background, family doctor, mm -hmm. um, and I've done holistic medicine. So I've been practicing medicine. I'm going to date myself. I've been practicing medicine for over 50 years, and I've been working with magnetic fields for about 30 years, and I've been doing holistic medicine for about 15 years. Um, now I focus most of my time and attention on magnetic field therapies. So tell us um, why magnetic field therapies? How did you get started in that? Uh, uh, thank you for asking too. Um, originally as a family doctor, I worked with a group of family physicians and we had, I had to deal with hospital patients. We made rounds and yeah. took care of people in the hospital too who were pretty sick. And we had a spate of patients, several patients who almost died from uh, uh, gastric bleeding, GI bleeding as we call it. And they all had one thing in common. They were doing non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. In particular, at that time, it was ibuprofen. Okay. So they'd be taking relatively high doses of ibuprofen for their pain for quite a while. And one of them almost died. So I said to myself, this is, this is crazy medicine. <laughs> yeah. Right? We're killing people for yeah. their pain. Right. The pain's not going to kill them, but the medicine will kill them. And I said, well, I got to find better solutions to help people with their pain. And I know that my, my peers, most of the doctors, they had their pills, they had their procedures, they had physical therapy, they had the, I do all those things. Right. But why are they on ibuprofen? Because we don't want them to go on narcotics. But they could be on Tylenol, but Tylenol causes liver problems. Yeah. So the solutions we had were not good solutions. And we don't want people to have procedures because procedures have problems and consequences and don't always work either. So I decided to study acupuncture. I knew about acupuncture. I had an interest in it for a long time, but I wasn't brave enough to do anything with it. So I decided to take a training through a, through a UCLA program for um, professionals, for licensed professionals like doctors, veterinarians, dentists, and so on. Um, and when I finished the studies, I had, I was going to start using acupuncture because now I had a new tool, but nobody, this was 1990. Nobody wanted needles, no needles. I'm not going to take those needles. Right. Uh, they didn't understand those needles were different than the regular needles that you get. Right. Yeah. But anyway, so we couldn't do needles. So I had to find a different way to do acupuncture. And I discovered that they use magnets in the Orient on acupuncture points. You put them on an acupuncture point. You can put them in the ears. You could use magnets to stimulate acupuncture points because you can stimulate acupuncture points in many different ways, including acupressure, including light and sound and, fr and friction, and even ice can stimulate an acupuncture point. So I studied magnets, and sure enough, they were doing they did they did a good job, but they were doing other things. I noticed that the magnets were doing other things than acupuncture. For example, if you had a swelling in an area around an acupuncture point, you put a magnet on it, the swelling would go down. You never got that to happen with a, a needle. That didn't happen with a needle. No. So I said, well, there's something weird going on here. What is, what are, what is this magnetic field doing? And the more I looked into it, the more intrigued I became. 
Um, unfortunately, a lot of the research in science back then was uh, in foreign languages. It was in Russian or Cyrillic or Chinese or German, but it was not in English. And then I discovered, I met a, I met a guy from the Czech Republic, a doctor, an MD, PhD from the Czech Republic who had reviewed a lot of that science. He had read all that and he translated it into what I call Czech English. And so he said, well, we want to get this out to the West. We want to get it better known. And so we worked together, collaborate on a manuscript. And the book is, was called Magnetic Field Therapy, Eastern Europe, a review of 10 years of research. It's a pretty technical book because it reviews a lot of the research in Eastern Europe. And that's very summarized research. And when you go back 30 years or 50 years in magnetic therapy research, like you do with a lot of research, the quality of the studies was, was limited and the amount of information they provide you with the study was often very limited. But I started working with it and started getting magnetic devices from Europe uh, to start treating people with it. And stuff, stuff was happening. It was amazing what people, what benefits people would get. And even in the book, they, they, they had already reviewed all the science and uh, the uh, health conditions that people were using magnetic fields for in Eastern Europe. Mm -hmm. And it kind of blew me away. None of this was known here in the West. Right. Right. And so basically I just went from there. So since then I've been doing magnetic field therapy extensively. I basically have stopped doing acupuncture because I think magnetic fields do a lot more for the cost. So there, there's a better cost benefit ratio for magnetic therapy that I found to be true for acupuncture. And the rest they say is history. That's interesting. So what is it, what is it exactly? So what, what are magnetic fields and what does magnetic field therapy do? Yeah. Uh, a magnetic field, anytime you put a current through a wire. So we know about power lines, right? People know about the magnetic fields from power lines. Um, but anytime you pass a current through a wire, that current flowing through the wire produces a magnetic field. So that's called the right-hand rule. So this is the wire. This is the current flowing down the wire. Well, there's a magnetic field around that wire that the current produces. That's natural. It's a natural law of physics. And that magnetic field goes outside the, the binding, the covering of the wire. Mm -hmm. And that magnetic field go in, go, not only goes through the binding of the wire, but it actually goes through the body. It goes into the body as if the body wasn't even there. Oh, that's interesting. The body doesn't stop a magnetic field. Whether you have dressings or a cast or clothing, it goes right on through everything. And as it does that, especially with a pulsing magnetic field, when it's pulsing, so there's the wire and the magnetic field goes like this around that wire. So as the magnetic field goes out, it goes into whatever is next to it. And then it comes back down again. Every time it pulses, you get this pulse and it comes back down, pulse comes back down. So it's not like a radio wave that shot out into space, maybe 360, but it's basically broadcast into space. A magnetic field is contained. So it goes out, comes back, goes out, comes back. And if you have a big enough magnetic field, it'll go right through a body. If okay. you have a small enough magnetic field, it just goes like maybe through a finger, right? Not through a whole body. So uh, then the magnetic field as it's passing through the body generates charge. So charge is electrical charge, is electricity. The, the magnetic field doesn't generate the electricity. The magnetic field is the stimulus for the electricity to be made. So as it's passing through the body, there's a law of physics called Faraday's law and Maxwell's law and other, other laws like that that say that when magnetic fields interact 
with charge or they interact with ions that have charge. So an ion has charge. It's a positive charge or a negative charge. Right. And the body is basically electrolyte soup. So the body is like a big battery with all this charge in it. So somebody could put an electrode here, an electrode on my feet, and I would actually produce a current. Okay. Our bodies will produce a current. And if you put my body in a big petri, in a big dish, right. in a pool of water, salt water or something like that, and then you put an electrode at, you know, at the head and the feet and you spun me, I would light up a light bulb. It's physics. It's just natural. It's, it's, you know, it's not woo-woo. This is natural physics. So the body is full of ions. And as the magnetic fields pass through those ions, they in introduce charge. They create, the body creates the charge. And that charge is energy that's now used by the body to balance things, to rebalance things. So when anything's out of balance in the body, then the, has the energy now to rebalance itself. So an example would be if you break a bone. Right. What does the body do to the bone? Normally it's supposed to repair it. Yeah, it's supposed to right? get better. But how does it repair it? It increases the amount of energy that it puts into the area of the fracture so that the fracture will now start up healing. The bone around the fracture may be normal, but the area of the fracture is no longer normal. So the body has to divert its energy sources to the area of the damage. And then if you give a magnetic field into the area of the damage, you can accelerate the healing by almost double. Wow. Okay. Whether it's a wound, whether it's a cut or a puncture or an animal bite or an insect bite, it'll accelerate the healing by almost double. Now the body's still trying to do the healing. It's supposed to, it's designed to do that. But what you're doing now with the magnetic fields is that you're enhancing that healing by increasing the total amount of energy. It could do it naturally, but I call that leaving it to chance. Right. So for example, if you go to a surgeon and you have an appendectomy, after you leave the hospital, you got the sutures, right? Yeah. You got the incision and the sutures. And what does a surgeon do when you leave? Hmm. Cross your fingers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's up to that body now to heal itself. But what does a surgeon do to help you to heal yourself? Nothing. Nothing. After that. Cross your fingers. So that's called leaving it to chance. When you, right. when you then use a magnetic field on that wound after the surgery, then all of a sudden the wound sort of wakes up. Just it, It's already like awakened a little bit, awakened a little bit, but now it really wakes up. Okay. And so what that does, it doesn't leave things to chance. And that's the main thing. We don't want to leave things to chance. We don't really, why, why leave things to chance if you don't have to, if you have a choice? Why don't we accelerate it? So nutrition is very important. So for example, you can't heal a wound if you don't have adequate nutrition. You have to have the protein, you have to have the nutrients, you have to have, you have, to have carbs, you have to have proteins and fats and all the things that you need to be able to help the body do its work. So if the body's totally deficient, then magnetic field therapy is not gonna work that well. Magnetic field therapy does not raise the dead. So so I, guess that, I guess thank God for that. I love that. Um, yeah. So you don't want to, you don't want to leave things up to chance and you're not putting a bandaid on. And it's not a bandaid. Yeah. It's not just covering it up. Okay. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. They put a bandaid on. Well, is that better now? Well, that still doesn't solve the problem. No, it doesn't because then you're not getting to the root cause of why you're dealing with that issue. 
Well, uh, then in th that's another aspect of obviously, obviously if you had surgery, yeah, that's a, that's a root cause, but you're then help facilitating the body's natural capacity to heal itself. If you break a bone, you're really not getting to the root cause because the root cause is you broke your bone. Yeah. Right. But if it's an utter health condition, then you want to see what's deeper in. Exactly. And inflammation in particular. Right. Right. Inflammation is necessary to heal a wound. That's acute inflammation, but we need more than that. We don't want to leave things to chance. So after a while, that wound may become chronically inflamed. If you tear a shoulder or tear a ligament in an, in an elbow or a hand or a wrist, yeah. then you're leaving things to chance for your body to heal. Well, now what we're gonna do is add energy to that so that the body will heal itself better. You're getting at the root. In this case, the root is inflammation, is chronic inflammation. Yeah. Rather than rather than giving you aspirin to make the pain feel better, right. you're now stimulating the healing process of the body to make itself better. Because once once it's fully healed, there's no more pain. There's no chance that it's going to come back. So we don't want to leave things leave things to chance. We want to heal the inflammation that heals the tissue that removes the pain that gets you on about your know, good health. Right. And people with fibromyalgia, they are in so much pain. They don't know what to do and people with fibromyalgia don't know what to do um, and most of their doctors don't know what to do yeah. except for you know the drugs the lyrica and gabapentin and narcotics yeah. and, and sleeping pills and all that right so how does fiber how does how do pemfs help fibromyalgia well the good thing about pemfs so there's a difference between pemfs and emfs okay Right, that's an important. Let's get that out of the way right now. So EMFs are environmental magnetic fields. I call them environmental magnetic fields. They're they are electromagnetic fields, but they're environmental electromagnetic fields, and they are unnatural. So our cell phones are not natural. Wi-Fi is not natural. No. Microwave is not natural. No. So they are harmful to the body. They have potential risk of harming the body. And people with fibromyalgia are exquisitely sensitive to these environmental fields. So you all want to stay away from them. But PEMFs are designed to be, to stimulate natural healing. They're designed for that purpose. So they're not the high frequency fields that you get from microwaves and cell phones and so on. They're very low, very, what we call e extremely low frequency magnetic fields that, as opposed to high frequency. So the difference is high frequency versus extremely low frequency. And the extremely low frequencies are what have, help you to heal. So for fibro, what you're doing with fibromyalgia, where's the problem? Where's the cause? In the body. Well, but, and we don't know. We, we, we know it's no, in no. the brain. It's in the brain. For it's, sure. Yeah. But you feel your pain here and here, all, and here and here and here and here. All over. It's in all the over, brain. right? Yeah. So if you're feeling pain all over and there's no apparent cause, then where's the pain? It's right there in your brain. So, I mean, fibromyalgia could be caused by an injury to a shoulder. It could be caused by an injury to a hand. It could be caused by a lot of different things. A lot of different things. And a common cause is a, re a recent infection or a previous infection. So you, I, I know a number of people who got fibromyalgia after going to college and they developed mono. And they were sick for several weeks, almost or could have lost even a semester of school because of the mono. 
I was I got super sick right before I was diagnosed with it. it. At my point, right? Yeah. And so that usually means there's a virus. Now it could be a virus, it could be bacteria, it could be a, a cascading series of events, all of which are straws on a camel's back. They're one more thing the body has to deal with. Yeah. And every time the body gets another insult, it gets worse. It adds it more sensitive. Right. So for people, um, so it helps with pain. Does it help with like anything else? Like other symptoms? Healing. Just healing altogether? Well, healing what? So you got a headache. Headache. So it helps with pain. So it can help with, again, relaxing the muscles in the back of the neck. So if you have tension headaches, it'll help the headaches. It works on the basis of, we started this by talking about acupuncture. Right. So magnetic field therapy works through the acupuncture system. We know that, that's a fact. Okay, it's not disputed. There's plenty of science about that. So it helps with pain by itself naturally. It works with the acupuncture system, improves circulation, decreases inflammation. It has a natural opioid effect. It actually works on the opioid receptors of the body, which and the body has its own natural opioid, opioid production mm-hmm. acid to try to decrease your pain. And we have enkephalins and endorphins of the, the rush you, know, that you get with, with running. Those are endorphins. So the body produces endorphins in response to magnetic fields. And it stimulates RNA and DNA. It increases stem cells. So it increases the stem cells that your body makes. You don't have to give the body stem cells. It increases the stem cells the body itself makes, which means that it will do repair work. I had a three-year-old girl who cut off the end of her thumb, just below the nail, in a door jam. Cut her off, mm-hmm. right? We convinced the surgeon to put it back on again. So they sewed it back on. It was purple. Basically, it was avascular, no blood, right. right? She treated herself for an hour and a half a day with a small magnetic, portable magnetic device. Literally, 12 weeks later, the, the nail was growing back. She regrew her thumb. That's amazing. So she has the capacity <laughs> to heal. So humans, humans, like I said, with wound healing, you can accelerate wound healing by double the, the time it would normally, by half the time it would normally take. In other words, double the speed. And that's all because the body's producing charge. It got, the body's getting more charge and it gets stuck in its healing process. It can only do as much as it possibly can. And what we're doing now is we're pushing it to heal better, faster. And that's what people need. Who doesn't? <laughs> right. In this world, we want to heal fast. We want to heal fast, but we also don't want to age. It's not true. Right. Yeah. So what happens with aging? So between 25, we stop aging, we stop growing basically around 25. We grow up before that. And then, you know, from about 18 or 16 or 18 or so, then we start growing out. Our bones get thicker and more heavy and mature. So between 25 and 40, we are not growing. Right. We stop growing. Yeah. Like that little girl. She, she grew that thumb back in, in, 12, in 12 weeks because she has the energy in her body, the Elan Vital, the energy of life. To do it. It's so strong. And she's got so many stem cells and she has so much energy. Kids heal better faster than we do as adults. Right? So that basically magnetic field therapy is helping to prop the body up. 
So between 25 and 40, we hopefully are relatively flat, neutral. Okay. All right. So let's say this is aging, going downhill. So how fast are you going downhill? How fast are we going downhill? Well, we don't want to be going downhill this fast. We certainly want to be going downhill like this, right? We want that curve to be as flat as possible. Just because of life, we can't be totally flat. And if, it is, if you are better than this, you're going like this, you're doing it artificially most likely, or it's only temporary. Right. Right. So most of us are dealing with trying to keep that curve as flat as we can. Mm-hmm. And magnetic field therapy does that because it's stimulating all the energy production processes of the body. As we get older, we produce less, less ATP. Do you remember what ATP is? No. <laughs> so ATP stands for adenosine triphosphate. So ATP is the natural energy production of the body that's made by the mitochondria in the cells of the body. There are hundreds of mitochondria in every cell. Okay. If not more. And we need that ATP to, to produce the energy for the cells to do the work they have to do. We have over 2,000 chemical processes per second in every cell in our body. And we have 100 trillion cells. Wow. That's a lot of work. Yeah, that's a lot of work your body's doing. Yeah, I, what we'll have to do is try to keep it propped up. So if we're not doing the best we can to keep our bodies as healthy as we can, then that slope is going to be going downhill. So magnetic field therapy, then adding to nutrition, adding to proper rest, adding to proper lifestyle. All of these factors are important to keep that aging curve as as flat as we can uh, get it and keep it. Yeah, it's a whole holistic approach. It's a completely holistic approach. It's not like medicine, unfortunately, like the medicine I used to practice where you do the drugs and the drugs take care of one little problem. Yeah, or they are putting a, it's just a Band-Aid on the problem. Or, they, or at least they're making you feel better. If It might make you feel better, it might not. Well, it, it may make you feel temporarily better. Yeah. Or at yeah. the very least, like with um, SSRIs for, anti, for depression, they just remove the lows, but they give you no highs. Yeah. Make the lows a little flatter. Right. Right. But they don't actually make you happy. They just make you, maybe, hopefully, they make you less sad. Yeah. That's not even taking into the fact the side effects. And then there's a problem with the side effects. And then there's a problem with getting off. Getting off the medications. Yeah. So, how do people get started with it? Well, there's a lot of information, uh, certainly on my website. I try to be as scientifically balanced and grounded as we can. Um, so we, we have a, a huge amount of information on our website, drpollock.com. So that's a good place to start and it's free. Um, I also wrote a book called, po- another book, a different book called Power Tools for Health. And that book has a lot of information and in it. it talks about how magnetic fields work it talks about 50 different health conditions and how the science shows how magnetic fields are actually helping those conditions. Magnetic fields help so many, so many more things than those 50 health conditions, but at least there's science about, about those conditions. And so th- those are two sources for information. Uh, on my website, we also have magnetic therapy devices so people can buy them. 
and we provide consultations. If you don't know what to get, what kind of magnetic system you should have, you can contact our information. So info at drpollock.com. Um, and for people who uh, you know have significant health needs, they may need to get a consultation and you could apply for a consultation. After that, then it's just a matter of pick, picking and getting the right piece of equipment for your own needs. And I think all of us should have magnetic fields in our home as anyway, regardless. For even if it's for for nothing else than aging. Okay. Um. So, tell us. I'll put all that in the show notes. Um. Tell us one thing that you haven't shared with us. One last. One thing I haven't shared with you. Yeah. One last tip. Oh dear. Well, one thing I did. Uh, you know, I would normally have said I wouldn't share. Haven't shared with you is that magnetic field therapy doesn't raise the dead. I love. That's good because I think people need to realize not one thing's going to fix you, right? It's inevitable. There is not only one thing that'll fix you. Yeah. You have to, as we already discussed, you need the nutrition, you need the lifestyle factors and the magnetic field therapy is adding the spark to all of that to work better. Exactly. So it makes, makes everything work better altogether. Well, thank you for coming on the show and stuff. And I'll put all of that in the show notes and everyone come and check out his website and his book. So. Well, thank you. Thank and there's you. a lot, there's a lot to learn about PEMFs and all the wonderful things they can do to help you.